Hello and welcome to Gays, They's, LGBT Allies, Feminists, Pro-Choices, and Nobody Else. If you don't fit into one of those categories, I'm sorry, but you have to leave. I'll wait. Okay, now we can get into the satanic ritual. <laughs> um, Hi. Welcome to episode two of my podcast, which now has a name. It is called Unaliving Yourself Procrastination Club. Quite a mouthful, um, but... I think I'm happy with it. I mean, it's out there now. I I have to be happy with it. I can't really... I could. I guess I could change it if I wanted to, but I think it's good. I think. Um, I am in the process of trying to get it on Spotify and other things. Um, I'm actually doing that today, so hopefully by the end of today it, it will be up on Spotify. Um... I've only uploaded it on YouTube, obviously. Um, It has a whopping 17 views. And I like to think that it's just my mum and she's clicked on it 17 times. I don't think she would have clicked on it that many times. But I like to think it's only my mum who's (laughs) clicked on it. Um, Okay, so... How am I feeling today? I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. Like I'm feeling yesterday and today still, I'm feeling like a little bit, a little bit manic. I was a little bit manic yesterday. Um, I was planning, well, okay, firstly, firstly, I um, had to difficult conversations with um two of my close friends and that kind of put me in a yucky mood but then I decided to enter bad bitch mode and I like decided I wanted to go out to the valley and go to a gay club and throw myself around Um, That didn't end up happening. But, like, the lead-up to it, I went and bought some new makeup because I was, like, going to, you know, go all out. Um, And I I had a nap. I think I went for my nap at, like, 3 or 4 p.m. in the afternoon. And then, like, I I had set an alarm for 8 p.m. because that was when I was going to get up and I was going to get ready to go out. Um, and then when my alarm went off, um, I was like, mm, no thanks. Um, I don't even think that's what I really want tonight. Um, do I ever really want to go out? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I really enjoy it. I feel like I'm just trying to um, feel like I'm a part of something. Um, And I'm like trying to be this social out there, you know, outgoing person. Like I I am fun. I think I'm fun and I can be outgoing. But um, if 
it feels like I'm just putting something on. I, like, I have had some really fun times when I've gone out, but it's, like, 90% of the time I end up going home, like, feeling, like, really socially exhausted and empty because it wasn't a fulfilling experience at all. Um, yeah, so so it's, like, weighing it up. Like, it's something I'm trying to figure out like whether I I want to keep like going out to bars and nightclubs and if I even want to keep drinking um I think it's something I want to slow down I don't know if it's something I want to completely take out of my life um because I don't always have a bad reaction to alcohol and I don't always have a bad time when I go out um but that's like with a lot of things in life. Um, you never really know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. I, th- I think it's something to talk about in therapy. Um, but, yeah, so I, I went back to sleep. And then I ended up s- sleeping until um, 6 a.m., and like there was a couple times I woke up during the night and like when I woke up at eight when my alarm went off I also felt really sad I felt really sad and I felt really alone I was feeling that a little bit yesterday but then I was really trying to keep up like the bad bitch mentality but it wasn't really working so well <laughs> um yeah I felt really alone and yeah, there was a couple times I woke up during the night and I was like, I feel really sad. And also throughout like all those hours that I was sleeping from like 3 or 4 p.m. until 6, I didn't get up and go to the toilet once. Like I didn't leave my bed once. Um, and I just felt really sad. But then, But then when I woke up at 6, I felt okay. So I think the sleep fixed it. Um... I'm feeling very much like neutral right now. There's like a hint of anxiety. Um, And also like I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious because I don't know what's happening with my apartment. Um, I said in my last podcast about how my apartment building got damaged in the floods. And so I evacuated February 28th and it's still not fixed. I've been living at my parents' place And I was meant to go back on Friday, but then they changed it to it either now being um, tomorrow. I'm recording this on um, Sunday 29th of May. And so it's either going to be tomorrow or Tuesday. And yes, I'm feeling like... Like, I don't like it when I don't know what's happening. I never like it when I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I need to know... I need things to be consistent. They need to be how I like them or I just feel out of sorts. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about today was um, the fantastic movement that I have been noticing on social media of people being um, single by choice Um Yes, I want to talk about that and I want to talk about dating apps and yeah, so I 
I actually wrote notes. I wrote notes this time. Um, not a lot of notes, <laughs> but last time I went into it with like literally like three dot points, and then I kind of just let my brain run wild. Um, so recently I watched this really great YouTube video. It's called Why It's Better to Be Single, but the video isn't actually like putting down people in relationships or like that's just the title of the video, but they're not actually saying that single people are better. Um, but yeah, I'm going to link that in the description of my YouTube video. I don't know if I'm going to be able to link it on other things, but if you want to, if, if I can't link it on any other podcast services, don't really know how this all works still. Um, the video is called Why It's Better to Be Single for Reasons. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it and it made me reflect on myself a lot. And it was very validating um, because I have always felt this urgency to date. Like I need to be dating. I've, I've got to have a date lined up. Um, like I'm supposed to be looking for someone. Um, like I should always be looking for someone, right? Like I'm, I'm meant to be on the dating apps and... I wasn't actually thinking about, um, like, I, I was just doing what um, society pushes on people, which is that being in a relationship is, like, an ultimate goal. It's something you're meant to be working towards. And for some people, that is something they really want and they love being in a relationship and they want to get married and they want to have kids but the whole having children thing, that that is something that you can do on your own as well. You don't um, need to get married or have a partner. Um, but, yeah, I I felt... I felt like I was just kind of going along with what I thought I'm supposed to be doing, which which is, like, I would compare it to how I think a lot of people felt towards the end of uh, high school. Like I've heard a lot of stories from people um, that they just went along with going to uni. They didn't even think about, is this actually what I want? Is this actually what I want to study? They just went along with going to uni because that's what everyone else is doing. I'm supposed to be going to uni, right? Like, this is how life works. You finish high school and then you go to uni and then um, you graduate and then you get your career and then you're meant to get married and have kids and um, that's not how life has to be at all. And I realised that um, I don't think I really want a relationship. Well, I don't, at least I don't want to search for one. I felt like I was searching, but I wasn't thinking about whether I actually wanted it. I just went along like it's a default 
mandatory part of life. Uh, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Um, and it was awkward. Like, I think part of it was that it was awkward when I would um, run into people like who I used to work with and, you know, they know that I'm out and, you know, they're excited for me that like to finally be dating the people that I actually want to date, which is women. And they'll be asking about if I'm seeing anyone or if I got any dates lined up and how's how's the dating scene going and it was awkward like to have nothing to say or be like oh you know I'm taking a break or whatever when like really how I feel is that I I just don't want to be doing it at all I don't I don't want to be dating I don't and then I hate the responses that are like oh you'll meet someone you're gonna meet someone eventually like you're such a great person you're definitely going to meet someone there's someone out there for you and or people being like what you're single you're not in a relationship but you're so amazing and why haven't you found someone like oh I can help you find someone it's like well maybe I don't want to find someone can that can that be an answer (laughs) Like I'm I'm open to a relationship and dating but I would rather it be a natural occurrence of like just meeting uh, someone at work or at some kind of social setting even like a coffee shop or something you just start chatting to someone or and like I don't know if it's ever going to happen that way either but I'm okay with that um I think I feel uncomfortable telling people that I'm okay being single and I enjoy my own company and I can be content this way. And it feels like it's something that you're not allowed to say, like you're supposed to you're supposed to be finding your person. And, oh, there's this song that plays on the radio all the time. And, like, the chorus is, like, You Complete Me or something. Hi, this is Editing Emily. The song is Complete Mess by Five Sauce. Anyway, it plays on the radio all the time. And I just hate it because you aren't, like, half a person who needs to be completed by another person you're already whole and complete and you can give yourself everything that you need you don't need some other person to fulfill this missing part of you it's it's weird to um see people as halves that need to be filled by another person anyway (laughs) My mom, my amazing mom, we love mom. So my mom sent me this amazing article. I am going to link it in the YouTube video. Again, don't know how that works with other things. But I will, um, in the description, put the... uh, 
if I can't link it, I will put the title of the article, um, the author and, you know, what website it's on. So I wanted to read a few uh, quotes from the article that I thought were fantastic. Um, And basically the article is talking about how the sexual liberation movement, which is a fantastic thing, like we've come a long way. Um, Like women are very empowered now um, and there's less shame and stigma about being a woman who enjoys casual sex and that's fantastic if that's the way you want to live your life and you're happy living that way. But for a lot of women they aren't comfortable with uh, this way of living and they prefer monogamy and they're not um, a big fan of casual sex. I know I have never been able to get into it, but I've felt pressured to live that lifestyle because it is, it's, it's seen as like, oh, everyone's doing it and I need to be a part of it and act like everything is okay and I'm cool with this and I don't feel anything when I'm sleeping with all these different people. Um, yeah, it's it's really, it's catered towards men. Um, the sexual liberation movement really has worked out well for men because, because I think in general men... Um, emotionally are are able to emotionally detach themselves when they have casual sex but I don't even like most men obviously there's some men who aren't aren't like that but I I don't even know if there's any emotional detachment going I like going on I don't even think they need to even think about it they're able to just see sex as like eating a sandwich it's no big deal but for a lot of women it is a very big deal okay so here's a quote from the article the flaunting of sexuality has been so normalized we hardly notice it anymore what all this shows is that sexual liberation, the result primarily of the contraceptive pill, which separated sexual activity from procreation, was flawed and largely benefiting men rather than women. It made me realize that the sexual revolution has not freed all of us, but it has freed some of us, selectively and at a price. I am baffled why so many women desire a kind of sexual freedom that so obviously serves male interests. It has happened because the idea has taken root in our society that sex is nothing more than a leisure activity. It has no intrinsic specialness. It is not innately different from any other kind of social interaction and can therefore be commodified without any trouble. In general terms, that has long been the male attitude to sex. But with feminism coming to the fore, women were encouraged to think along the same lines. So I have felt 
a lot of pressure to live that kind of lifestyle for sure. And I know a lot of other women have. Um, It kind of feels like we've gone so far the other way um, that women are now feeling pressured to be openly and confidently expressing their sexuality and um, sleeping with multiple partners, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, The article also um, talks about dating apps and, yeah, I hate dating apps. Um, I hate them. It feels so unnatural and some people take shit pictures and and some people don't know how to write about themselves and share their personality in a written form. Um, so then their profile comes across as being pretty crappy when they have a lot to offer. I like to think of myself as a pretty open person, but with the way that dating apps work, it's like I have so many options that I end up being accidentally picky. Um, because if there's one th- one little thing that puts me off about this person's profile, then I know there's going to be like hundreds of others anyway. So if I don't like that little thing, why not just swipe left on them and then I've got all these other options anyway. And the apps, at least as far as I know all of them, they have a um, limit on how many people you can swipe right on, how many people you can like. There's a daily limit. So it's like you have to be selective as well for that reason, unless you have uh, one of the like premium memberships, which is embarrassing. I'm sorry. If you have one of those, that's embarrassing. It is. (laughs) It is. Um, Unless, unless, okay, unless like uh, finding a partner is, um, well, you know, one of your life goals, you know, something. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it's, it, you know, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You'd be able to find someone without the premium feature. Like, I think um, all it's giving you is, like, you're able to see who likes you and, like, unlimited swipes. I've only ever heard of men using the the premium, premium account. Um one of which I worked with and I shamed him about it. (laughs) Okay, so here is another quote from the article. Dating apps such as Tinder turn people into products in a sexual marketplace that encourages users to browse the available merchandise and select their preferred options from the comfort of their homes with very little effort and no intimacy whatsoever. Another user compares Tinder to an online food delivery service, but you're ordering a person. 
Yeah, so... Hmm. <laughs> it's complicated. It is. Um, dating apps have been amazing for some people. And if you're a person who enjoys casual sex, um, dating apps are fantastic for that. But also, I don't know, you can have a lot of opinions on it. It's like it takes all the effort out of it, doesn't it? It's crazy how it's kind of seen as weird and old-fashioned now to actually go up and approach someone and tell them that you're interested in them and, you know, you would like to have their number or whatever. That's, like, very strange to do that. At least people in my generation, um, like, you would never go and do that. Um, At least from the people I've spoken to. I guess um, in in today's podcast, I really wanted to promote and share um, the idea that it's perfectly okay to be single if that is what you want to do. If you don't feel like dating anyone, you don't need to feel pressured. Um, I know for some people it would be really hard if they have parents who are pressuring them um my mom doesn't pressure me at all she's happy for me to do whatever I want with my life which is lovely but I I often like it's it's hard as well having borderline personality um I can kind of suddenly totally switch my opinion on things and flip-flop all over the place and something that really triggers me to think oh yes I should be dating I need to try and find someone um even though at my core I know I know that's not what I want um but I'll easily get sucked into the fantasy of a relationship from watching k-drama And, like, any queer romance TV shows or books, um, like, have you seen the recent um, Netflix series Heartstopper? I read all the books and so when I found out it was coming to Netflix, I was so excited and... I cried like the first few episodes because I was just that like, oh my God, I'm so happy for them. My sweet boys. Um, Yeah, so when I watch or read that kind of content, um, it can make me feel like, oh, should I be doing that too? Should I be... Should I be trying to find a person like that? Because I, I want to feel what they're feeling. Like, that looks like it feels great. Um, but the reality is that I don't think I'm ready for that at all. And I'm not sure when I will be. 
And if I do happen to meet someone naturally, I think it would be very slow. Um, it, we, I wouldn't want to rush into things at all. Um, relationships make me feel very intense happiness. Well, I feel everything on a very intense scale, which is both good and bad. Like positive emotions are amplified, but then negative emotions are amplified as well. So relationships are tough because if things were to get difficult, then I'm thrown into some very, very intense emotions. And being single, I have more control over my emotions. Um, Things stay pretty consistent and really I can only get upset about very minor things, but um, relationships make me feel a lot more more intense feelings. I think I I love the stability of being single and I love being able to do whatever I want. And honestly, it's great to be completely selfish. Also, there is so much empowerment in being able to enjoy your own company and be completely content with that. Um, Like you don't need to feel embarrassed um, if you enjoy going to the cinema by yourself, if you enjoy going to restaurants by yourself doing anything by yourself and enjoying that is fucking awesome. So many people are stuck thinking that um, there's certain things in life that you can only do if you have a partner or you have a friend to do it with. But if you want to do that thing, you can just go do it by yourself and you should be able to fully enjoy it and have just as much fun as you would with another person. Um, And that's easier said than done. Sadly, it seems like a lot of people struggle to be in their own company. Um, And in my opinion, that's something that takes a lot of hard work. Um, Therapy, therapy is amazing. Self-reflection can be quite exhausting, emotionally painful, um, and, and it's hard to, it's hard to acknowledge the negative parts of yourself, um, but... Through going to therapy, I was able to 
have all the negative parts of myself and the positive parts of myself kind of all laid out in front of me. And I, I have come to accept all of the parts of myself, but I'll never stop working on myself. Like I'm not choosing to be, um, you know, like one of those people that's like, (laughs) if you can't, if you can't love me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at all. Something, something like that. You know, those kind of people where it's like, I'm not willing to work on my shitty behaviors. You just have to accept them. But anyway, you should want to become a better person for yourself. That's really the only reason you should you should do it. Unless you have children, you should become a better person for your kids. Kids are number one. But yeah, if you're dating or in a relationship and, you know, someone calls you out on, on something shitty about your personality and your behaviors and you say that you aren't willing to change that, then I don't think you deserve to be in a relationship. Um, Someone shouldn't have to accept that. Um, I guess that's part of why I (laughs) enjoy being single is because I um, don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about hurting anyone because I know I... I know like how hurtful I can be and I know how difficult I can be to love. And frankly, I don't, I don't want to put that on anyone except for myself. Like I have a hard enough time loving myself. I do love myself. At the end of the day, you know, slay, slay, slay. Um, Yeah, look, I think I'm going to end it there. Um, you can find me on Tumblr at Art by Little Bug or Instagram at Art by Little Bug. And I have an Etsy store where I sell gay badges, Little Bug art shop. Yes. Um, yeah, or you can email me at emily.scally at outlook.com. Um, You can talk to me about anything. But you know who you should be talking to if you relate to me about most things is a therapist. (laughs) Um, Easier said than done. You know what? Going to therapy is easier said than done. Getting a therapist doing all the things that lead up to going to a psychologist or psychiatrist is a lot of hard work. And if you're mentally ill, that whole process is very exhausting. Um, I think I want to do a podcast about that in the future, about the process of, at least, you know, in Australia, obviously, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but, um, or I don't know if it's different in other states of Australia, but yeah, at least I want to talk about what the process is like here in Queensland because maybe there will be people who want to get help but they don't know where to start or how all of that works Um, and so I thought that might be helpful to talk about 
Um, or if you have any suggestions of things I um, should talk about, or if you have any questions that you would like me to answer, then please let me know. I hope that you have a beautiful day and I want you to know that you're looking sensational, um, honestly, fabulous, iconic. You are unstoppable. You're killing it. Babes, you're absolutely killing it. Okay, I'll see you um, in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.